Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This tasty tale, Story Club members, might make you run away from your nearest trees in terror. It's one I call Apples to Apples, Dust to Dust. Fiona Corman didn't mind helping her grandfather Roger out in his apple orchard. She just wished that it wasn't so freaking early. Why did they have to get up so early in the morning? Trees aren't cows that need milking or anything like that. They're plants. They don't sleep or have a schedule. Fiona's grandfather told her it was to beat the heat of the day. It was supposed to be a scorcher, so getting up and picking fruit at first light was best. Fiona spent summers with her grandparents, usually late summer, which seemed to coincide with the harvest. Her gramps had a shortage of pickers this year, just like he did every year. Fiona knew Grandpa Roger used her as cheap labor, but hey, what's family for? As they were driving up to the orchard to kick off the long day of harvesting, there was a special news bulletin on the radio. The announcer reported that radioactive dust from a comet that had passed by Earth over a three-day trajectory was apparently making certain kinds of plant life become animated and even hostile. Before Fiona could hear more of the report, her grandfather snapped it off. He said the news was getting more ridiculous all the time, always saying outrageous things so people would tune in. When they arrived, none of the other pickers had shown up, which was weird. There was a large wooden bin under the tree and a tall ladder. Fiona sighed and strapped on a big basket to her front. She knew the drill. Climb up the ladder, pick the apples, fill the basket, come back down the ladder, dump the fruit into the big bin until it was full. Then repeat. It was boring, exhausting work. Though oftentimes, Fiona's grandfather would treat her to a movie at night as a reward. She loved going to the theater and seeing a feature on the big screen while munching on popcorn, sipping soda, and eating candy. Fiona enjoyed all kinds of films, comedy, horror, action, and even science fiction. Her grandfather didn't like most of them, but he would never complain. He'd sit silently with his big arms folded and watch beside her. Tonight, she wanted to see a scary movie, but she didn't realize she was going to be living in one in about five seconds. As Fiona and her grandfather climbed their ladders to their respective trees, they ran into a shocking surprise. 
The branches reached out and grabbed them as they tried to pluck the fruit. The tree Fiona was at even opened its mouth. Yeah, its mouth, which was a split in the trunk. It let out the most ear-piercing shriek. Fiona fought with the branches, but they were too strong. Her grandfather, who always had a utility knife at his side, managed to free one hand, get the knife, and slash his way clear. Then he scrambled up the ladder and cut her free. They fell off and onto the ground. They didn't have time to see if they were hurt. The trees all seized at them. The radio was right, Fiona screamed, about the radioactive space dust. This isn't possible, Grandpa Roger said, over and over, as if saying it repeatedly would make the nightmare somehow end. Side by side, Fiona and her grandfather fought their way through the grasping branches toward the truck. The leafy boughs slashed at their eyes and faces, tearing at their flesh. These trees weren't messing around. Her grandfather managed to find his keys and start the truck. As they started to leave, the orchard trees, all of them, launched their fruit at the vehicle like missiles. The small red projectiles smashed against the window and on the road. As her grandfather slammed his old truck into gear, it spun out on the smashed apples as slick as ice. The grinding wheels couldn't find traction. The energized trees uprooted, using their roots as a momentum system. They crawled like spiders on their multi-legs toward the stranded truck. We'll have to run for it, Fiona's grandfather yelled. And so they jumped out of the pickup truck. The trees swarmed the truck and smashed in its cabin windows with their wooden boughs. As Fiona and her grandfather escaped back toward the house, they were cut off. More trees were pulling themselves out of the soil. They managed to work their way to Roger's shop. Inside, he had a chainsaw and a gas-powered weed whacker with a steel blade. He quickly fueled them up as the trees converged onto the small workshop. He fired up the chainsaw, and Fiona started the weed whacker as one of the walls caved in and radioactive-activated plants came stalking toward them. You ready to do some winter pruning a few months early? Grandpa Roger shouted over the din of the chainsaw engine. Fiona nodded, and then they went to work. Goodness gracious, I hope Fiona and her grandfather were able to make it out of that sticky situation and make apple cider out of those frightening fruit trees. But I guess Fiona went from a boring morning to an exciting one in a hurry. You know what they say though, an apple a day keeps the monsters at bay, am I right? And hey Story Club members, write me at ivy at gokidgo.com. I always look forward to getting your notes. Tell me what stories you loved and which ones scared the socks off you. Tell me more of what you want to hear. Original stories, haunted places, urban legends? Talk to me, beloved listeners. And I'll do my best to keep delivering the scary stories you crave. <laughs> and as always, make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode to keep me in check, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. 
and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.